What is up? Welcome to the Perfectly Blended Podcast, Season 4, Episode 18. Today, we're going to be talking about blended family holiday traditions. And that's coming up right now. so much for joining us on the Perfectly Blended Podcast. This podcast is for blended families, for couples that want to strengthen their marriage and want a brighter future. Perfectly Blended exists to break the stigma of divorce, drop the shame and guilt holding you back, and equip marriages to thrive instead of just survive. We believe all that is possible in this life is based on the power of Jesus Christ and his ability to restore us fully. Let's dive in. If you're joining us and you're watching this, do not get jealous of my wife's attire tonight. <laughs> yeah. She, she brought she brought it today, people. She got a Christmas tree on her head as a headband. <laughs> she is rocking out the llama sweater. Yeah. She's got a Christmas mug full of hot chocolate that she is tearing up. And she put the, what is that thing behind us? A reindeer? Moose. It's a moose. Okay. Well, it's a Canadian reindeer. <laughs> so, uh, she no shame in her game. Yeah. You said it, Stacy. Yeah. So lots of fun, right? So we got Christmas coming up, right? And it's funny because we haven't done anything Christmas related yet this month I know, with our podcast. So that's, well, I usually leave that up to Christy. So we're going to give her the blame for that. <laughs> no. So tonight we are, right? We want to talk about some stuff that really is Christmas related that has everything to do with blended families. So do you have anything you want to talk about first? Anything you want to have on your chest you want to get off? No. No? Except for that Christmas is awesome. And this year it doesn't really feel as Christmassy to me for some reason. I don't know. It's because it's been so unusually warm in Michigan. It has. That, you know, it just snowed like for the first time a couple days ago. But it was like 60 degrees just like three days ago. And I don't know if it's because it seems like everybody has been so busy this year. And then, of course, the mean, stupid COVID is like rearing its ugly head again. And all the freaker outers are starting to freak out again about it. It's I don't know, but it just doesn't seem as Christmassy. It may be maybe because we have so many kids now that are like out of school. We only have one left in school. So, you know, it's maybe that's it too. You know, we're transitioning into a different period of our lives, but it does have a different feel this year because of that. I think that's I have point. to keep fighting the good fight to bring it <laughs> back around. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, we, you know, went and did cut down our Christmas tree, our real one. <laughs> real one. Yeah, that's right. Yes. And I got presents wrapped weeks ago a couple weeks ago all the presents were wrapped in under the trees so i was ahead of that but yeah, we've just been unusually busier even than normal because usually during december as soon as december first hits i am pretty much like every day all other responsibilities for those four weeks are thrown out the window i come home and i want to turn on christmas movies drink hot chocolate and have a fire in the fireplace and it has been unusually warm but mm. I haven't done it as much as I normally do. I've only probably had like three or four days so far this month that I've really been able to sit down and watch like a movie here or there. And that really is disappointing to me. It is. It is a weird thing too, because my daughter has a birthday uh, in December. Actually, today is her birthday. She's 25. Yeah. Happy birthday, Jordan. Uh, Yeah. Happy birthday, Jordan. And uh, so, you know, there's always that mix too, where it's just one more thing that we have going on this month, which I always feel bad for her because it's 
what a horrible thing to have as your birthday during the end towards Christmas, you know, last Saturday we had a birthday party. I understand for her, but it still deducts from like, you know, it's not like me, September. Nobody has my birthday in September, but me, you have to share your birthday with Graydon. Yeah, but he's my kid. So you don't think, no, I know, but I'm just saying so. And they're next month. So Graydon's birthday is next month. My birthday is next month. No, you're going to be 28. (laughs) (laughs) She looks, I'm I'm only three years older than, my stepdaughter. <laughs> That's right. I married young people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she has, see, Cassie has two kids in December. Yeah, so that's a busy time. Like, this month really has been busy, but we've had a lot other going on, too. Plus, it's sucked eggs, though, so. Going, it has not sucked eggs. I haven't been able to watch my movies. She, she smirked. If you can see this, she had a small smirk when I said that. Plus, in 19 days, we leave for vacation. So, we do have a lot going on right now. What is that supposed to be? About flying. We're not even talking about flying. We're just talking about vacationing. We're talking about being on the water, okay? Because we're going on a cruise. Cassie did say, say she makes it a point to separate them, so yeah, that's good. that is really, really awesome. Who else was telling us that? Who was telling us? Just recently, somebody we were talking to, and they were saying that they try to make sure that they celebrate their ch- their child's birthday. Well, my friend Teresa Williamson, Heidi's birthday is today. Yep. And then our friend Carrie Nealis, her daughter's birthday was yesterday. Haley's. Yes. So, I mean, we we know a lot of people that we know a lot of people that have kids. Yeah. Birthdays that are in this month. Yeah. It's in the month of December. Yeah. It has been really unseasonably warm for us. So there's been, it's been crazy here. It's like, there was like last week there was in the sixties, which is super strange, but God's preparing us for when we move. And we've, uh, we realized that it's perfectly acceptable to us. That's right. Like everybody that we've been saying, like in the next four or five years that we want to move, people are like, aren't you guys going to like miss the snow and stuff? And, and we say no, but you really don't know No. until you're in it. No. And now this year it's been like 60 degrees and we are walking around and we're looking at all the Christmas decorations and he's like, I could so totally do this. I'm like, me too. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Wear a wife beater and shorts and oh my gosh, <laughs> go out and check out the Christmas lights. I'd decorate a Okay. I would decorate a palm tree in a heartbeat and have zero qualms with that. Okay. So on this episode today, we really want to talk about blended family traditions, right? Holiday traditions. It's, it's a weird thing this time of year. And when it comes to doing different types of traditions and stuff, especially if you're newly blended, or maybe you've been blended for a little while now, and you're still trying to work some of these things out. So we really want to kind of bring some light to a few things that we feel has, uh, been important focus for us that's been successful for us that's really worked for us in the last 11 years so number one we're gonna kick it off with number uno that's so cute (laughs) i did that just for you that's new (laughs) start new traditions start new traditions i didn't know he was gonna do that that like is so you awesome. had a big smile on your yeah. face yeah you like that huh? i love that simple things i know <laughs> i figured i'd add a little little something something to it <laughs> yeah you should have could have had christmas lights stream across the screen i could have done that that's awesome it's a lot more work <laughs> start new traditions yeah so josh and i started we talked about this last year on our podcast too so last our last year's podcast our game was much better last year i can tell you that because all four weeks all four tuesdays in the month of december we did something relating to christmas and i went back tonight and looked at them and we wore christmas sweaters or christmas attire for each one of those yeah, but this is one. We're so, it's, and we it's did it for real four. meaningful this time. <laughs> we did it for four. I know I didn't have the headband last year, so yeah. Well, you're bringing it. But we did start a lot of 
new traditions when Josh and I first got together and they have, some of them have transitioned over time as our kids have gotten older. Yep. So when we first got together, we had a white Christmas tree. I know that was new for yeah. a lot of us and uh, we, that we decorated it together. That was a new tradition. We went and took the kids and got all of them new stockings together. So it was like something new for our family. And then over the years it transitioned into, uh, we started hiding one of their presents and doing a scavenger hunt. And that has never died off. I don't okay. think it ever will. Our kids, kids are going to be 60 and still want us to do Yeah, that. our kids. And that was his idea. My husband's a very creative person. And uh, we started it one year. Probably we were in Lionsgate. So it was like. Seven, eight years ago. Nine. Oh, maybe nine. nine? Yeah. yeah. Because we've been here for eight. Oh, that's so, true. And we no, did it a for point. a couple years in like... Lionsgate. So it had to be eight or nine years. Yeah, that's true. And uh, they absolutely yeah. love it. They look forward to it. And their first clue is in their stocking. And then it leads them to another clue. It leads them to another clue. It leads them to their present. So one of them, one present is always hidden. Uh, we started a few years back, like five or six years back, getting a um, live Christmas tree. Real which one. we Yeah, our, our live one. Yeah, real one. Whatever. And it's breathing. <laughs> it's a breathing tree. It is breathing. <laughs> it is. So it, that was something new that we started. But one of my favorite things was, is that all the kids a few years back, it was a while longer than a few, probably around the time we started hiding presents, maybe even a year or two before where each of them, instead of like putting names on their presents, each of them picked out their own wrapping paper. So yeah. then all of their presents are wrapped under the tree in their own wrapping paper. So they know which ones are theirs. And you don't have to put their names on them that way. Which no, it's really awesome. Yeah. I actually so, like that we do that. Yeah. That you do that. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I wrap none of those. Yeah. I do zero of those. What Cassie say? We did real. Uh, we did real and it was the best decision to get a, get a fake. Oh, we have two. Oh, a pre-lit tree. Yeah. To get a pre-lit. Yeah. Yeah. But we have two trees. Yeah. My wife has to have two. One in yeah. our li main living room, the little fake one, little smaller fake one. And then the big one is in our front room, which is where we have. Yeah. All the the little one is six feet or five feet. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's not too little but it's smaller. little compared to our other one yeah it's smaller yeah and it's perfect i got it off amazon for like 40 dollars. so and it's a super cute little tree but and then something else that we did too is we were going to Bronner's for a few years back and i'll touch on this more that specific one on point two but uh we would started going to Bronner's and having them each oh a lot of that's known around the world. Doesn't mean everybody so, knows what it is. Well, if you don't know what it is, you need to look it up. It's the biggest Christmas store in the world. It is and massive. Too. People travel from everywhere to come visit Bronner's in Frankenmuth, Michigan. It is something good about Michigan. <laughs> and it is amazing. We only live like 40 minutes away from it. Yep. And we used to go every year and have the kids, we still go, but have the kids each pick out an ornament. It used to be a lot of fun, you know, taking the whole family to that. So we had started actually a lot of new traditions last year. We, oh no, I can start that with a flexible yeah. one. I'll yeah. do that at point two. Yeah. And I think it's really important that you understand, like when you do get into a blended family, a lot of times we bring traditions that we're used to doing in our previous families, right? Or even as we grew up, but I believe that it's super important that we start new traditions that's family specific, right? Like Christy and I wanted to start traditions that were really very specific to just our family unit. Very, very specific and unique. That's different from the rest. And we did like my, growing up, we do things now that I never did growing up, that she never did growing up and that we didn't do in our past relationships. I was looking, either. they got presents. 
what yeah, right right and it's so it's really important though that you'd pick out things that you can do together and sometimes your kids are gonna you know kind of grind their teeth and go through it i mean did you purposely not mention the movie thing no i forgot so, about that so every year well for every I'll year i'll touch on that i'm going to every year up until this year we christy would Just always this is a sore, yeah, this is a sore topic, but let's talk about it, right? So uh, let's, let's talk about it. So let me get this out. So the whole point I was even bringing this up is that every year, Christy is the only female left in the house, right? Since my daughter moved, got married and moved out. And she's, she's six 25. years older than all the other kids. She is. She's much older, but the rest is just three boys and then myself. And so, you know, we always try to make Christmas about Christy because Christy is the only female and she loves Christmas time. And it's not that we don't like it, but she likes to do a lot of girl things that us guys were like, hey, we love you. We'll do it. Well, at least I am. The boys are a little bit harder cases than that. So over the last, I don't know, four or five years, we she used to have us go to the free showing of a Christmas movie at the local theater. And she loved doing it. Unfortunately, most of those shows were done at like nine o'clock in the morning on a Saturday, which the boys were like super upset about it. They didn't want to do it, but they did it. And then up until this year, it was like they, it ended up getting kiboshed. It ended up being bad. So it ended up being nobody wanted to go. Everybody argued about it. My son was away to school. He didn't want to drive back, which is only an hour. And he ended up coming home anyway, which is more like salt in the wound anyway on that. Karma. And karma. And so, you know, so that's a tradition too, but that really is going to go more towards point number two. But that's another tradition that we started that really was really important to Christy. So us boys, you know, we wanted to make sure that we honored her by doing those things. We're doing it next year. And it's a tradition that's coming back next year. So we didn't do it this year. It will be next year. I'm mad about it. Next year. Let's move on to number two, because this is the time she gets to share about all the things she's mad about. Okay, here we go. <laughs> number two, plan ahead, but be flexible. Yes. Dear. Yeah. So we talked about this last year on our podcast. So last year was the first year that Josh and I went to Bronner's by ourselves. And it actually was glorious. <laughs> it was nice. <laughs> because the two years prior to that, it the boys had pretty much not wanted to go anymore. So in 2020, 2019 and 2019, it was really bad. Like, just at like so so bad and it completely ruined my experience i almost of was, yeah i was almost in tears the entire time we were there yeah. so after praying about it and i do feel good about this decision now i'm like you know i can't force them to continue to do everything because they're just not into it anymore yeah. you know so i had told him last year that we could just go to Bronner's by ourselves and we could get each of the kids an ornament, pick it out for them, and then I'd put it in our stocking as a stocking stuffer. And so this we did that last year. And then this year, it actually was really fun because Jordan, his daughter, yep. and her husband made it a point to meet us out there. And Jordan, because she's a girl, is like, this could be our tradition now every year is us four meet at Bronner's. We could go out to dinner and then we can pick out ornaments, which is awesome. And that's the part about being flexible is that part like, okay, it doesn't have to be like a whole family thing. And we can still like, even if it was just him and I going, it could still be a tradition that we do. And this year I did pick out ornaments for all the kids and they are in their stockings. So, and it was a lot of fun this year to do that. And I'm not miserable. People aren't ruining my time. I don't want to like kill children or leave them on the side of the road on the way home, you yeah. know? And me neither. Right. Right. Because then he gets mad. Cause I'm mad. 
everything. Yeah. But then one of the other traditions, like he said, was the movies. So the reason why little Josh didn't want to drive home is because he had came home the week, the prior. week, the weekend prior for something. I don't even remember what it was. He had to. It was a birthday party. I think it was for a niece, one of your nieces. It was a birthday party. And then and then uh he was going to skip a weekend and then be home last weekend for his sister's birthday party and then this then he would have been home, you know. So it was last weekend and I'm like, "No, so NCG Trillium only shows usually the free movies." three different weekends before leading up to Christmas and they don't change times. It's like on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So on Friday, Saturday and Sunday, it's at 11 AM now this year. So one weekend it was polar express and the boys have made it abundantly clear because all the years prior to that, it was only polar express was the only free movie. And they were like, we never want to see polar express again. (laughs) So this year it had polar express one year, one weekend It had Elf one weekend, and then it had The Grinch with Jim Carrey one weekend. And every single day, every single weekend, it was on a Friday, a Saturday, a Sunday, only at 11 o'clock. And it's free. You just show up, first come, first serve, and you get to get in. And I really wanted to go because this was the first year in a few years that they had not just the Polar Express. And I wanted to go see The Grinch. And yeah, it ended up being kiboshed because everybody was just throwing such a fit about it. So we didn't go. And I was pretty upset about it, actually, because it's not that big a deal. It's not allowed to ask. You know, it's not. And but that's the whole point is we can plan ahead and we should plan ahead because things can change. And these are just things that we've noticed that's changed as we've kids been, have gotten older. Kids have gotten older. But this is the deal. Like the children's other side have forced us to be flexible in the past. We've had mm. many times where kids are like not being dropped off the time. I remember one Christmas Eve, the kids were supposed to spend with me, right? You, Yeah, you remember. And their grandma picked them up to said, we just want to take them to, to the Christmas uh, church service. We'll bring them right back. Oh, they didn't get home until like 11 PM and they were much smaller. And I'm like, okay, that's my whole Christmas Eve. Like that's everything. And so it's like, it doesn't do any good to get angry. It's not my kid's fault. They feel bad. But the point is, is, we had a lot of traditions that we had set up for that evening. We didn't get to do any of them. They showed up home. The food was cold. Like, they couldn't eat it. And it was just really sad. Well, we, but we have to learn how to be flexible in those moments. Like, we have to. We yeah. have to make the best of it. Well, we flipped on. The reason why he's saying that is because we used to, up until about five years ago, four years ago, we used to do one Christmas Eve. that because that's the third point. Oh, okay. Yeah. So don't say that. Yet. Well, that's being flexible though. Like the reason why he brought it up is because one Christmas Eve, they were with one and the other. So it was our year to have them. And then the following year we wouldn't have had them. So that's why he brought that up though. Why we were so mad. Cause it's not like we got them every single Christmas Eve. No, but we have things set in stone that we like to do. Right. We all do. Like we have specific things that we do even in the mornings of Christmas. It's like, okay, now we got to like let my kids go over to their to their mom slash grandmas to go do things because their grandma mainly did things and their mom just went over there for my kids, but they would never come back on time or they would never show up on time. So my family's waiting around, our yeah. family's waiting around. Her fun. kids are trying to show up at the same time, right? And if for you my have kids house. and you've been part of a blended family, you understand the struggle. This is the deal though. When we start to get super upset, all it does is put the kids in the middle. They're already upset about it. They don't want to do all this stuff. They're just trying to enjoy. So we have to try and plan the best we can ahead of time. But at the same time, we have to understand flexibility. And it ruins the, the holiday. 
only way that's going to make it work. Yes. Or it'll ruin, absolutely ruin the holiday. I mean, there was many times where my mom was getting upset because like, why aren't the kids? Why don't we have the kids yet? You know, not just Christmas, but Thanksgiving, birthdays, everything. And it's like, I'm sorry. I only have so much control. You know, we have to learn how to be flexible. We've learned too that the more that we have things at our home, it was easier because we didn't have to wait to get the kids, to go get the kids and all of this stuff. Like it became, so we've gotten more flexible as the years go. And now it doesn't matter anymore. Our kids are all adults. So now it's, we don't struggle with that at all. Now we have to be flexible because making the boys do things they don't want to do. Yeah. I think we did a pretty good job though when they were being brought over late and things like that Mm -hmm. about like, it, it sucks being in the middle of like your family and then waiting for your kids and your families, you know, like getting upset. Rightfully so, you Rightfully know, so. no one's saying they can't get upset. It is like, and people wonder, unless you're in a blended family, you don't understand. People are wonder like, why don't you say something? Why don't you stand up for yourself? It actually just makes it worse, especially around the holidays for your kids mm-hmm. and for you, because then you're spending all this energy just getting mad. And if they wanted to do it again in the future, they would. So it's really not going to make a difference. Just, and like he said, it wasn't the kids' fault. So I do think we did a good job at keeping the family at bay. And we did, you know, still being happy when the kids got there. We were upset, you know, some years, but we were still happy about it. And we moved things around and changed things up. And that's how we, that also helped us start to come up with different traditions of our own Mm -hmm. because. Uh, we had to be flexible. Like we started a tradition for ourselves, like on Christmas Eve, this will be the first year in a while, long while in a long while there, we had started a tradition that it was just us on Christmas Eve. And we can get to that for the create different traditions, but, um, where we flexed, you know, and then it became a really good tradition for him and I, and now it isn't that big a deal, you know, cause our kids are older and things like that. Yeah. They're much older now. And yeah, and it, it did allow, it gave us an opportunity to really kind of look outside of our situation that it is. And it was really find a silver lining when it really, in the beginning, it, it got to be super, super frustrating, almost bitter. And because it's like, no matter how good we tried to do, it was like the other parties were always fighting against us and always making it hard on us. And we always had to rise above and we always had to be the bigger party. But now we get to have these amazing conversations with our kids that they knew what all what was going on the whole time. And so I'm just so proud that we really just trusted in God in these situations and that we really tried everything in us. We weren't perfect. Trust me. But we overall, we kept our cool and we really pushed through, you know, and we really leaned on each other a lot. Like when when nobody else was around, we really leaned into each other and, you know, yelled and screamed about it and got mad about it and, you know, got heated, but then we just let it go and moved on to the next time. So, you know, it's just really hard, but it, it, flexibility is part of being rising above as a Christian, number one, but then being part of a blended family. So Cassie saying Jesus and telling us to turn the other cheek. Cassie says, it is that not what the court systems are for? It is, but let's be honest, you know, and I was just talking about this the other day, the court system doesn't always understand every situation. And if you've ever had to deal directly with the courts, I mean, we used to have cops come to our house and we used to have cops go to our, my ex's house all the time. Nothing ever happened. Always go back to court. Nothing changed. And it's just, if someone has a frog up their rump at the time, it doesn't matter. It just it doesn't. Matter. And, and you drag it through and drag it through and drag it through. Sometimes it makes a difference. Most of the time it just never did. 
No. And never did. that's the thing with court orders is a lot of people, if you haven't dealt with the court systems, like Josh was saying, mm-hmm. it's you can have court orders in place all day long. If they're not abiding by the court orders, you actually have to take them back to court yep. to file charges against them that they aren't following the court orders. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you could do it, but then you are having to get a lawyer again and go back through court that you can't hand the cops a piece of paper. Cops will tell you we're not here to uphold court orders. Mm-hmm. We're here to keep peace so if they're not following a court order we can try to go talk to them about it but if they say no you're just gonna have to take them back to court so a lot of times in a lot of instances they it's not worth the time no it's not and we've talked we've talked to a a couple just recently too that's dealing with a lot of this right now and they have spent tons of money on attorneys and nothing's changing so there's only so much that the court system can do and i'm not saying you don't fight the battle right fight the battle fight it to the extent that you feel that you have resources number one and that you feel is keeping your 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 christian core about it like you're not fighting it for the wrong reasons you know is it still bringing value to your kids is this causing more tension with your family you know and we have to ask ourselves those things and that's where flexibility does pay off with us in the long run. In the beginning, it's hard, but in the long run, it does help. She says, we don't do cops, but we have went to court and had visits changed. Okay, and that's great because if you can get both parties to agree to things like that, that's where flexibility does pay off. That's what the struggle on going to court or not. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough and it can be very, very expensive. Well, and I wanted to say something really quick about that too. You know, I had a uh, conversation with a friend a few weeks ago and she's like, you know, I really want to take my ex back to court because he's not abiding by this and he's not abiding by that. And I just said, you know, no one's in your situation. So you really have to pray about it and think what God wants you to do. But you do need to make sure you're being honest with yourself. Are you doing it? How are the kids going to respond to you going back to court? Yeah. So are you doing it for your pride just because you want to win and be like, no, this is not right. I should get my kids this much and they should get the kid this yeah. much. I deserve. I deserve this. I deserve that. Mm-hmm. And you're doing it just to prove a point because you want the kids more like they're a piece of property. Or is it putting them in the middle to where it's actually going to subject them to more psychological harm or not? And in, in only you can answer that. I, I don't know. But that's where him and I decided, should we go back to court? Should we not go back to court? And during the holidays, especially, you don't want your kids' memories to look back and remember my parents just fought the entire time. Every time a holiday comes up, your kids will grow up to have anxiety when it starts to becoming Thanksgiving or Christmas, Mm -hmm. not look forward to it, possibly not celebrate it with their own kids because they hate it so much. Like it could go on and on the ripple effect you could cause. And that's why I thought it was very important for us to talk about plan ahead, have plans with your family, but show them how to handle conflict when it comes up, Mm. especially during the holidays. Like what is the season really about? It's about Jesus and being flexible and you can still make it fun when you do get your kids. You know, you still can make it fun and change it up and make it memories that will last. And we got it. We are called to rise above. And I know that's hard. Yeah. Sometimes. And for us, it was getting the short end of the stick a lot of times. And we did. We absolutely a thousand percent did. And but in the long run, I really feel like we honored God through many of the decisions that we made. And our kids today, like I said, we've had these conversations recently that they've it's they knew they can tell. And they understand and they appreciate. And there's so much value uh, in all of that. We lost a lot of battles, but we won the war. Booyah. Number three, our final point for the night, is create different traditions when kids are not there. 
Oh, aren't there? Yeah. Yeah, when kids are not there or are there, right? We have one or the other. And it's different for every family because every family structure is different. Yeah. We have, like we mentioned in point two, where we would have one Christmas Eve would be our Christmas Eve that they spent with us. And then the next Christmas Eve, they would spend it with the eggs. Well, we did that for four or five years. And then we realized that it, every year it was our year to have the kids on Christmas Eve. It never worked out or we got them super late at night or it was always a problem. A and, and instead of focusing on it's our year to get them and da, 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 instead we sat back and thought about it for a minute. Like, OK, what if we just don't want to fight this battle anymore? What if we said every year the exes could get them on Christmas Eve? They have to be at our house by 10 a.m. And then we have them for the rest of the day. On Christmas Day. On Christmas Day. Yeah. And we didn't present it that way to the exes. We presented it to, you know what? You guys can have them every year on Christmas Eve from here on out. Yeah. And it worked out beautifully. Because then what Josh and I did is we could hide their presence in peace we didn't have to have children in the house when we did it. We could have the full reign of the house, hide the presents anywhere, clues anywhere. It was awesome. He, Josh made us a super special dinner every year, prime like rib. prime rib. And it was great. It was mm -hmm. so awesome. And then the kids got brought to our house at like 10, 1030. Sometimes they do come late. Uh, but then we would have our Christmas with them, have them open up their gifts, yeah. and then we would do Josh's family Christmas for the rest of the day. And we had time for us. And it worked out. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it was, like, awesome. And the exes thought that they were winning. And yeah. they were, in essence, because they were getting what they wanted. Yeah. And we were winning. Yeah. And the kids were winning. They didn't weren't put in the middle of anything. Mm -hmm. So it was, like, awesome. Yeah, and that was a different type of tradition yes. that we made. It wasn't just for the kids. It was for us. Yeah. And it became really special. You know, when I became uh, on staff at the church that I'm on staff right now, you know, one of the things where they were discussing on whether they were going to make coming to church the evening of Christmas Eve mandatory. For staff. Yeah, for staff, right? For staff. Staff had to show up. And, you know, I just said, I, you know, I had to have a private conversation. I said, look, you know, this isn't going to work for me, you know. I mean, I will come to church 364 days a year, you know, but there's a very special thing that my wife and I have as a tradition. And he understood. I mean, yeah. and eventually it was like, okay, I understand that, you know, and because this became such a, a very important thing for us because you understand, okay, I'm sure that a lot of times the, the, the dynamic of a blended family doesn't mean that sometimes the ki all kids are gone and then sometimes all kids are there. It doesn't usually work like that. For us, it was almost Christie's kids were here almost all of the time. And my kids were here m most of the time, you know, four out of the seven days a week. The thing is, though, the days that her kids were gone, my kids were there. So we never got any time for just us, right? Nothing. So not only do we focus everything around pouring into our children, right? We focus on our marriage, but we focus our marriage towards pouring, our in, kids. pouring into our kids. And then we serve in church and work and all these other things. So we found this day was yeah. amazing. Like it became an funny. amazing pinnacle portion of our marriage. It was fun. We got alone time. Bounce, wow, wow. Oh my lord! And we got I got to cook an amazing meal, which I love to cook, and we got to just spend some special time together as a tradition. You know, so really think about, you know, outside of you know we don't get you know when it comes to the kids, but how can we add value? to this situation and create a brand new tradition when the kids are not here. And it's not always easy to look at it that way. It took us years to, to do that. Yeah, it took us, because we fought the fight 
for four or five years. We did. And then your knuckles, man. Finally, we were at it. Yeah. This would have been probably the fifth year that we were like, you know, you can just have the kids. But uh, the kids now, like last year, it was a fight, like making them go to the other parent's house and spend the night. Yeah. And so we said last year, now again, now we're having to be flexible. <laughs> we we came to love and cherished this Christmas Eve night. And last year it was like we ended up feeling guilty because we were like, you can't come home. You have to stay away. And they really didn't want to. And yeah. so. The t- tides have turned on that. Yeah. So, and because they get to choose now because they're older, you know, they can deal with their other parent by themselves and uh, we don't have to fight that fight. So this year we decided we aren't going to, I mean, if they decide to, they decide to, we're not talking about it. It's okay. It's okay. They can, whatever. It's okay. Instead, we're going on a 10 day vacation. So this solves that problem, right? So it all gets worked out. But the point is though, we have to understand that, you know, the, the, the things that we share start new traditions. You have to have something brand new for your family. You have to be willing to plan ahead, but be flexible with those things. But also understand that these traditions uh, can be planned differently the way that your kids are. Maybe not everybody gets your kids on the Christmas Eve when you used to, but maybe, or on Christmas mornings, or maybe these things are different now, but that's okay. Fight the fight good enough, but until it becomes an issue for your children, and then understand you can create brand new traditions, maybe for your spouse, because we have learned to understand that the, there's so much power in focusing on your marriage Yeah, that it adds tons more value to your family. And so uh, it's one of my favorite things that Christy and I were able to do. It's really, if I look back in the last 11 years, it's one of my favorite things because, you know, we got matching pajamas. Like we went all out. Like we really We're enjoyed. still going to wear them. We will wear them. But we found that, you know, it was just a real special thing for us. Extremely special. It's one of my favorite traditions. Oh, so a new tradition that we started last year, though, is I got, including little Josh's girlfriend, too, is on Christmas Eve morning. Uh, Socks. <laughs> I was wondering where you were going with this. <laughs> we go to my grandma's house. We go to my grandma's house to celebrate yeah. Christmas with my grandma. And last year, I bought us all Christmas socks. They don't match, but they're all Christmas socks. Yeah. And it was so much fun. And I we took a picture of all of our feet, you know, with the socks on. And Jordan and Bailey... And Jordan and Bailey, Josh and Bailey had similar socks just with the colors reversed. And then, uh, which is his girlfriend, Bailey. Yeah. Yeah. And then Jordan and Luke, it was the same thing, same, similar socks, just colors reversed. And then I got each of my kids like their own socks. And then we got matching socks. We had yeah. Santa socks. So I want to go do that again this year. Everybody seemed to like that. They did. Yeah. Everybody seemed to like that. Felt pretty special. Yeah. So we're going to do that again this year. So yeah, so that's more traditional things. And the thing is that I love about, I think instead of looking at like holidays are a tough time, which in the beginning of blended families, it's a lot more tough than you think it is, is look at it as great opportunities to really start something brand new. And always, right, with not just your children, but with yourselves as a married couple as well. It's just, it's hard. We get it. It is. But if you start seeing the opportunities in all these spots, you can start seeing some amazing, amazing blessings and creating some memories for further down the road. You know, starting new traditions, planning ahead, to, but be flexible and create different traditions for when the kids aren't there. Or when the kids are evolving into new age groups. Yep. Where they don't want to do some of your traditions anymore. And that's okay. You do have to recognize. I think it's very hard as a parent to start recognizing when your kids are adults. And they don't want to necessarily do the little kid stuff anymore. And you you still want to because it's fun for you. Especially being the only female. So. Yeah, like Jordan this year isn't even coming to our house at all on Christmas Day. 
And this would be the first time ever mm -hmm. that she's never been part of it. And she's pregnant. And she's pregnant. But we understand she is married and she has a ton of other things that she has to do. So that's fine, right? So now Christmas Eve has become a very important thing. We're like, okay, well, us, we're, yeah. yeah, we're going to make sure everything happens on Christmas Eve because... You know, we're going to we're going to go to Christie's grandma's, which that's turned into a whole other thing. Right. Then much more than what it did a few years back. But we had to be flexible, it had to be flexible. Right. And uh, but we're going to come back to our home after that and then allow Jordan and Luke to open up their gifts and stuff. So then they can go the next day. And instead of arguing with them and saying, no, you need to come to our house. You can't stop by our house for a half hour and be at our. No, like it's OK. It's all right. We want to be flexible. We understand because. It's not going to be the same every year as much mm -hmm. as we want it to be. So mm -hmm. what's your probably your favorite tradition that we do overall, your most favorite tradition that we do? Right now? Yeah. Probably over the last few years, I would say it's on the day we get our Christmas tree. The Christmas tree? Yeah, because we usually go pick out the wrapping paper that day. Yep. And then we head out and get our Christmas tree. And we'll then chop it down. Chop it down. That is my favorite tradition for me. Now, the favorite tradition be that the kids don't bark at. The favorite tradition I have for the kids is probably hiding their present. That's mine. So, but that's for the kids. Yeah, for them. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually turned out to be really a great thing. Like our kids look forward to that, especially because we, Christy and I plan the clues. We write out the clues. So we do those things and the kids get older. Like we had to make them, we have to make them harder and harder, but we've actually made them too hard. Yeah, they get mad. The last couple of years, like we have to, it's hard to find a balance in that. I mean, we, we went as far as picking out word inside of a book that they had to find the book and search the word inside search the book. Search for the page. It was tough. Yeah, we've made them rough. We've used uh, cell phone compasses before and put uh, um, latitude, they had latitude. latitude, longitude on there for them to go and search for it. And, you know, just had a lot of fun with it. And, in, and instead of having to buy a ton more gifts that way, you know, you just make one really special one and it it just makes it really, really fun. We did uh, Minute to Win It games one time. Oh, my gosh. That was so Where fun. we made the kids do that stuff. They so. had to do it in 60 seconds. Yeah. Or they had to start over. Or they had to start over. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. So we want to encourage you, you know, go out and start brand new traditions and always look outside the box of what else can you do? You know, don't figure that this has to be a glum time of year because it's blended families and you have to now have to share all this stuff. You get an opportunity to start something new. Yeah. So, and don't forget the whole purpose of this season. You know, it's easy to get lost up in the coffee mugs and the, the sweaters and the presents and all these things that are fun and we shouldn't take away from the fun. But ultimately, we need to remember the whole reason for this season. That is the birth of Jesus Christ. Yes. I mean, it changes everything for our lives. The whole reason why we're here, the whole, our whole purpose in life, and the whole way we're going to live when we're not on this earth anymore. So it's going to be an amazing time. We hope your family has an amazing Christmas. And uh, do you have anything else you want to say before we close out for today? Yeah, so this is a new tradition that we started too. So this is like the third or the fourth year. I think it's the third year that we do... A Christmas sweater. So yeah. three years ago, this was his first Christmas sweater was. that we we bought. He it was supposed to be an ugly Christmas sweater. It's really not ugly. And then we had then he had a gingerbread man one last year, and then this year he got the elf one. Yeah. So you I tell everybody what you got. Did you tell I got the llama one. Yep. Yeah. And then last year I had a fla la 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 one. Yep. Yeah. That's beautifully sparkly. It's very sparkly. And the year before, I got the one with the big <clears throat> Santa hat that's long that has the sparkly puffs all over it and the elves and all that. Yeah. 
So, and then I had a friend give me one this year and it's glorious. It has a huge gold Christmas tree on it with like pearls, like actual like dangling from it and an actual star that's sewn to it that flaps back and forth like that. The funny thing is before we close out, this is super hilarious to me is because you can tell this is why Christy is like truly an 85 year old woman on the inside mm-hmm. is because most people are like, oh, it's fun to wear this ugly Christmas. No, she likes these sweaters. I do. She likes these Christmas sweaters. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be living in Texas in 10 years, and she's going to be wearing Christmas sweaters year-round. It's going to be the our way of I living. do have a really old soul. I've always had an old soul, you and have, I've always do. known that about myself. I told everybody I'm going to be 43 next month, <clears throat> and I told everybody it was so amazing when I turned 40 because I felt like for the first time, like my soul and my body are starting to become one because I just am. You have another 40 years before you catch your soul up. <laughs> you're very old soul mm-hmm. so thank you so much for being here uh and have a merry christmas we we'll love see- you guys yeah and we'll see you guys next tuesday at seven bye